Hey everyone, it's Ashley. And it's Mark. Welcome to Conversations in Courage. Each week we will talk about a range of topics, from race to our school systems, to the state of our nation, to fear, and of course to courage. Everything that lights us up and pisses us off. Absolutely. Welcome to our podcast. Welcome to our home. We are so excited to get started. You know, you may hear the dishwasher running or the cats meowing, but we wouldn't have it any other way. Let's get going. So this is going to be really interesting for Mark because we already recorded an opening episode. However, what I just experienced is... I think more powerful than whatever the hell we talked about. And so this first episode is going to be mostly about me and I kind of apologize for that, but I kind of don't because I think it's valuable and, and I think that this is so important to lead with this message. So for anyone who's listening, please keep in mind that as I'm saying these words, they're the first time that Mark is hearing them also. So excited. (laughs) So... Okay, so I'm, I'm teaching six weeks of Courage Campaign for this organization called Alexander Twilight Academy, and it's basically um, an enrichment program over the summer, right? We're talking about um, kids from low-income neighborhoods, right? Brilliant kids who are just happen to be born into a circumstance that is not of financial privilege, Right. So today was our first day, and I made a PowerPoint and totally bailed on it, and I was just like, whatever. But um, we did some breathing, we did some yoga, we did some planks, we did some push-ups, we did journaling. And, you know, I asked, I asked, you know, three things that they were grateful for since they woke up this morning. I asked, what is courage? What is fear? Um... Like, tell me about a time when you've been courageous, right? All those sorts of things. Here's what was fascinating, and here's what I want to talk about today. When I asked for an overall share, I said, you know, um, unmute yourself and feel free to talk about anything that we did. One student um, unmuted and said, Mark, this is going to blow your mind said, he said, so keep in mind also that these are um, kids going into fifth and sixth grade. So they're all 10 and 11 years old. He said, if women have babies, (laughs) oh God, I know I like clenched up. If women have babies and God made women, is God a woman? And I was like, we know the answer. (laughs) I was like, oh my God, wasn't expecting that. And, but I thought it was so so profound in its like logical sense. Absolutely. Um, and I sort of like volleyed it back, like, you know, what do you think? Right. And um, another kid said that they didn't feel like God had a gender because it's not important. And I was like, amazing. Um, but the original, the original student who said, is God a woman believe that it was certainly possible. And I was like, yeah, love that. Um, but then we went into if 
if Jesus is Middle Eastern, then why is Jesus portrayed as white? And one of the students talked about the fact that it's pretty impossible for Jesus to be the image that we hold Jesus. 100%. Like, Jesus exactly. is not a brunette, right? Like, um, and, and I asked, why then? If we know the, the region Jesus came from, why then is he painted in, in this manner? Why is he a white dude? And this is what, what really, really broke my heart about the, you know, of the whole hour, this was the one thing that I was like, oh, um, he said, because white men are at the top. And I'm like, I said something along the lines of like, did we, like, did we put them at the top or like, why, like, why kind of, right? Like, what is that, like, what does that even mean? Or is it, or is it right for them to be at the top? And, and the conversation was basically like, I don't, like, I don't know. That's, that's how it is. And I thought to I thought to be 10 or 11 and to have already internalized that kind of self-hatred, that fucked me up. Yeah, I can imagine. Because here I am at 33 and had the same feelings and was never asked and therefore could never articulate them and also didn't feel them in my family, only felt them you know, in certain places, right? Or, or around certain people. So like not having a language around my blackness, my privilege, my lack of privilege, the white gaze, how that manifests in me, how it manifests in me today. That's even like hard enough to speak about, but it, it broke my heart because imagine being a 10 or 11 year old black boy and just like, Already going through life thinking that you are second best. Based on not necessarily, probably, anyone telling him that, but through just his observation. Exactly. Right? It is immensely sad that that is true. And the fact that he has that clarity of insight and that clarity of articulation when so many people in our country or even in the world either don't have that same level of insight or are not courageous enough to actually speak those words is, it is, it's heartbreaking. I, yeah. And it, it makes me feel like it's so heavy because the more we uncover, the more there is that, that just hurts. And the more we realize how deep this goes and the more imperative it is to really fight against white supremacy I don't know racism discrimination inequality all of it because if the children are our future and we're destroying their sense of self-worth purely based on skin color alone then what the fuck does the future look like a hundred percent. And it's based on skin color and it's, and it's based on politics and agenda. I mean, 
even for people that recognize what that little boy said, um, will still kind of elevate the discussion or denigrate the discussion, depending on how you look at it, into something else. Yeah. Right. Which is, uh, you know, yes, that might be true, but, and then there'll be all this rhetoric around. There always is. Right. There is always some type of rhetoric. And I think, I think that is the obligation we all have. And, you know, the, the work that is being done, obviously, right now, at a level beyond anything I've ever seen in my lifetime, I'm sure it's true Same. for so many, yeah. is looking beyond the overt expressions and examples of racism, of harassment, of police brutality, right? There's the, the obvious inexplicable challenges that we can see, and then there's the more subtle things that just become part of our everyday life that become normalized. And that's, I think, what this is, right? We've normalized the fact that Jesus is a Caucasian or with European features, right? right. Um, and no one questions it because why would they? It's as normal as the sun coming out. But, well, also, but who would listen, right? <clears throat> like, who... It's just so deep. Who wants to have that argument? Who wants to... Right, I think the the challenge that white people maybe traditionally have had or are having right now is the, is the fact that, well, two things. One, they don't know what they don't know. And they don't know anything other than the privilege that they hold, which then leads into, in my opinion, a fear of what happens if this goes away, if this dissipates, what happens if you know, we continue having black presidents or, or there's more diversity in politics or there are more black teachers. Like, I think there's like a fear of white erasure or something or, or a fear of like their privilege being diminished. But I'm, I'm fairly certain, <laughs> and this is obviously just a gut feeling because it's not like I've ever seen this happen, but I'm fairly certain that the same way we talk about success and there being room for everyone, I'm pretty certain there's room for everyone to be privileged in the way that we think of of white privilege. There's there's room for generational wealth. There's room for equality. There's room for equal schools. There's room for for our the the systems that govern our lives, there is room for them to actually reflect what we look like as a society. And the fear is so real and has been for so many hundreds of years that like this is a fucked up web to try to untangle right now. Yeah, I mean I, I well, yeah, it is always. Yeah, all, always. yeah I, say, oh, I think that like, is yeah. that is effective and true always. And, and it is, right? It's okay. Excuse is easy. We don't know what we don't know. But I also believe that people don't really want to know what they don't know. Right? Oh, right. many you know, don't. Right. It's like, I, I, I don't want these facts. They're uncomfortable for me. Right. And therefore, I don't want to process them. Exactly. And in the meantime, you're left with a 10-year-old child who has no choice other than to process. He can't choose. She can't choose. Yeah. We can as adults, as leaders, as as voters, as voters, right? That's that is the obligation that yes. everyone has right now. So, in the essence of of keeping this relatively short, 
Mark, thanks for letting me just like do my thing. I was in all my glory. It's awesome. <laughs> I mean, to listen to you and watch you. That's oh my God. a beautiful thing for me. We both um, have tequila and club waiting for us, and I don't want to sip like while we're on the microphone. So, um, but beyond that, I. I, I want this to be the first episode of the pod because I think it sets up the framework for many of the conversations that we hope to have. And I hope to continue sharing insights from my students because I believe that young people are so brilliant and they're so courageous and they're so honest and vulnerable, yet super strong and no bullshit. And, and I appreciate that and I think that we can all learn from them and we can learn from the people around us and we can learn from the mistakes that we've been making and we can learn from the ways in which we've all perpetuated and participated in systemic racism. And I I don't feel like there's a quick fix overnight, but I feel that conversations are such an important first step. And this is just another attempt to do so. That makes total sense. <laughs> so thank you for tuning in to Conversations in Courage. Mm, damn it, that feels good. I agree. Thanks, everybody. Bye. Bye. <laughs>